Teesdale Congregational Church in the Ocean State, a recording in the upper room on the mezzanine. It's time once again to discover and share more joy. I'm Fred Evenson, Senior Minister at PDCC. Welcome to our joyful podcast where we celebrate joy in its various forms and ultimately ask the question, how are we sharing it? How are we clicking on that share button when it comes to our joy? For me, Christianity is a joyful way. Experiencing God's joy, it's a big part of following Christ. What is your joy meter showing today? How full is your tank? Are you joyful? We're heading into the season of Advent, a season of peace, love, hope, and joy. And so joining me today is our music director, music minister, Nathaniel Baker. Brother Nathaniel has been serving in this role since 2019, and he brings a wealth of experience as he has been playing music in churches since he was 12 years old. He has a master's degree in piano performance. And Brother Nathaniel, first of all, I'd just like to say welcome, and thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. And so we begin with an important question. What brings you joy? Uh, as William Blake put it, he who binds himself to a joy doth the winged life destroy. But he who kisses the joy as it flies lives in eternity's sunrise. So I guess the best way that I would, I would put that is that I find joy in the unexpected, which I think is especially true at this moment in time because the Advent season is the lead up to this unexpected gift in a dark time of the year. So to relate that to um, the music ministry at the church. I really like that quote. Yeah. The idea of kissing joy as it rises. That is just, that's wonderful. I love that imagery. Yeah. Good choice. Hey. So you were talking about finding joy in the unexpected. Mm -hmm. and, and we are, of course, entering the season of Advent. And... And I guess that brings me to the next question. How are you sharing joy in our community here at Peacedale Congregational Church? How, how do you think that might be manifest in the coming weeks? Well, of course, in the, in the music program, right, a big part of our job is to bring the mood to the service, right? Mm -hmm. um, we, do get, we do get to reinforce the intellectual message of the service through the words of our songs and everything, but it's also just, I guess, as the youth would say these days, the vibe, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, we, we bring the vibe. You do, you do and bring the vibe. I think... Um, and it's a good vibe. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I think a big, a big challenge for churches these days is that many people are, in a sense, bored with church. They feel like they know what they're going to be finding when they walk into one of those buildings. And it becomes a kind of thing like, well, all right, well, why bother? This doesn't have anything to offer me. So really, one of my, it's not my only duty, but one of my big jobs as music director here is figuring out how to keep things fresh and alive. How to keep that? How to keep that joy flying? In a sense, <laughs> right? Keep it winged. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and I, and doing that while at the same time maintaining a sense of home cooking, right? That those 
those tunes that we do know and love, but maybe we've, maybe we hear the same thing again in a way we haven't heard it before. I'm reminded of something actually that, uh, that Bruce Reynolds, a parishioner who died earlier this year, um, said to me after a violin and piano recital we gave at the church, we played a Bach sonata, Mm -hmm. um, Adrian Sylvine and I, wonderful violinist. And Bruce came up to me after, and he was almost shaking with joy. And he said, I heard a new Bach today. Wow. And you know, that's funny because Bach was born 338 years ago, 1685. <laughs> so, I mean, it's one of the older, older composers out there that we still listen to. And yet <clears throat> yeah. the idea that in 2020, no, that was 2022. The, the idea that like we could have that still still be fresh and still be new, I think is a good illustration of what I'm getting at. That's wonderful. Thank you, Nathaniel. Yeah, I, I do think that is a large part of what we do, right? We, we speak the language of the day. We play the music in a way that speaks to people's heart today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's sharing the good news of God's love in a, in a fresh way, a way that, that is in a way that is relevant. Also, with respect to this expectation reality thing, I mean, the world that we live in, the, the creation, I guess, we live in is vibrant and interesting. It and is. it surprises us every moment. It does. Right. Mm-hmm. I. We didn't know how this conversation was going to go before we started it. No, we didn't. And basically every day we wake up and we're surprised by something. Yeah. And I happen to know that one thing that you really enjoy, um, it's not exactly subtle, uh, is a little humor. Right? <laughs> and a big, a big predicate of that is expectation. Yeah. Right. You think, you think you're going to get one thing, mm-hmm. then you get hit with the punchline. And then there's this moment of, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Surprised by joy. <laughs> that C.S. Lewis book comes to mind all of a sudden. But yeah, I think it's a, it's a surprise that can make it unexpected and, and joyful. I, I, I like the idea of keeping joy flying. So coming up soon, on December 10th, we are going to be celebrating Music Sunday. Mm-hmm. And can you, it's a big moment for you and your ministry to shine. It's a big moment for the church to sing out loud and sometimes quietly. But mm-hmm. what can we expect on December 10th? We can expect to hear words and music of comfort. We're living through difficult times, um, both in distant parts of the world and here. We've been through traumatic events and I am feeling a sense that everyone kind of needs for lack of a better term a warm blanket they need something to hold on to mm-hmm. and so for one hour of Sunday December 10th we're going to try to provide that for our community I think that there's a strong sense of of division and resentment um, again both in our community and in the world at large but underneath that I believe that there is a strong yearning for reconciliation among people and and that will be another aspect of the service that 
we will try to extend that feeling of our common humanity. Because there is so much going on in the world these days. I, mean, mm -hmm. I think the world is crying out for reconciliation. And I think also um, one way, one way that we can spiritually um, try to overcome what can often feel like a gulf separating us from others is recognizing our common humanity. You hear about these terrible things that happen in the Middle East or, or in Eastern Europe or wherever. And oftentimes for this or that agenda, there will be people who want to say, oh, well, that's happening for this reason, or those people are different from us. But if they are different, it's only superficially. And someone, a person dying is a person dying when you get down to it. And I think it's important for us to feel that the same way that we feel if it's our neighbor or if it's a family member, because, I mean, we're all part of one human family. We are all part of one human family. And, of course, in our church, we have a very welcoming posture and welcome all and try to recognize that we are one family. I refer to you as Brother Nathaniel. That's right. And I'm Brother Fred. <laughs> you are Brother Fred. That's important essential really to recognize that the commonality i would say i'm really looking forward to december 10th and i can't wait for music sunday i think it's going to be amazing i'm looking forward to that same this year our church made some significant format changes in terms of worship style uh, we practice traditional worship the first sunday of the month including communion and then we have contemporary worship the next two Sundays. And then on the fourth Sunday, we have a family worship service where we kind of act out the sacred story, employing different members of the congregation. It's usually a very participatory service. I'm remembering back to the Sunday when we all walked on water, so to speak. <laughs> but how do you think, Brother Nathaniel, those changes have been received? How do you, do you feel like this dynamic way of worshiping in various forms is working for our faith family? What do you think about it all? Well, I think it's clear that people have voted with their feet. The sanctuary is looking fuller and fuller on Sundays. I understand that attendance has been up. Either either it's very cold out or we're doing something right. <laughs> or maybe, well, possibly. Maybe a little of both. But <laughs> yeah, I... People seem to really appreciate the worship, and the music is such a huge part of it. You know? oh, thank you. Oh, and, of course, you are such a gifted musician. You never cease to amaze me. <laughs> play little musical pieces, even in the midst of my sermon sometimes, that go along with what I'm talking about. It's just incredible. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about Joy or your music ministry here? Well... I would like to say that um, I'm feeling more and more at home here. Um, I talked at the beginning of this conversation about the the joy of the unexpected. Mm -hmm. And this has been an unexpected journey or an unexpected part of my life journey coming mm -hmm. here. I, I never imagined that I would find myself in this lovely little community by the sea making music in exactly this form, but here we are and 
have already formed so many um, meaningful connections and friendships here at the church. And there have been many twists and turns in the story, and I'm sure there will be many more, but we just have to find a way to kiss that joy as it flies. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, thanks for keeping the joy flying. Share a little more about uh, the people you work with and um, how that's going and, and how you're experiencing that. Well, you know, one, one thing that's beautiful about music is that it's a team sport uh, consummately. I know we sometimes we get this very glamorized image of, of the musician as this lone genius <laughs> it, lurking in the darkness, a phantom of the opera or something. But it really takes, especially in the context of our music ministry, many people to make it work. I like the image of the bell choir, which we do have on mm. occasion, and now we've started a children's bell choir. But I like the image, you know, the individual person playing the individual bell, but ringing all in concert yes. with each other. As Shakespeare puts it, being many seeming one. Yeah. But that's right. Yeah, each of them in a bell choir context is holding one or two bells and they get when it when their turn comes up ding and that fits this it's one point in a rich tapestry or one thread in a rich tapestry so i mean we have we have the bell choir for for one thing we have our traditional choir we have the praise team and those are both volunteer choirs um who consist of people a number of whom are very skilled musicians all all of them have a wonderful attitude and are ready to try new things and I can tell really love music and care about the church and about this community. And I mean, when you think about the amount of time and, and, and energy and attention that goes into that, they're coming to at least a one hour to 90 minute rehearsal during the week, every single week. And then they're committing two hours of their Sunday morning at least because we rehearse one hour before the service and then we have the service and that's week in and week out um, in most cases all year round. And on top of that, we have more people who join us for holidays and special occasions. That right there is tremendous. I mean, these people aren't getting paid or anything like that. On top of that, we do also have wonderful professional musicians who support us. I need to mention Mira Manillo, who is an outstanding young vocalist, both she is incredible. Our congregation has wholly embraced her. You want to talk about an unexpected gift. I mean, we had no idea that we would ever find someone who could bring what she brings to our services. I think she's greatly appreciated. Um, we also have Olivia Rich, who grew up in the church and has recently, and again, unexpectedly, found her way back into our community. Uh, she had moved to Florida to complete her master's degree, and she just moved home, and she's pitching in for our traditional services and we'll sing both of our Christmas Eve services. That's amazing. And uh, I mean, I've seen her grow so much over mm -hmm. the past four or five years. We and also, I should mention you, she helped us so much during COVID when we were online primarily and she provided a lot of the music for that. But, but um, yeah, it's a whole host of people and I enjoy, I have to admit, maybe selfishly, when the usual percussionist can't make it. I <laughs> love getting to sit in on the drums myself and play a little bit. Yes, and I'm and I am I'm remiss in not in not mentioning that. Yeah, we we 
we have a pastor who can also just uh, he can throw it down at the drums. It's <laughs> got to break it down real, once. Yeah, more. that's right. It's a real it's a real blessing. Lots of people involved. Great team effort. I, I don't think that's a, a good metaphor. Well, Nathaniel, you mentioned the the benefit of joy being an unexpected joy. And I do think that is one of the things I enjoy about leading worship with you is we never know exactly how it's going to play out. <laughs> you never know what you get. It's, it's a wonderful thing, though. And I just am so appreciative of your leadership in the music ministry of our church. So thank you for coming and for sharing your joy with us today. Thank you, Fred. Or should I say Brother Fred? <laughs> and to the listeners, I, I'm glad that you are tending to your joy tank. I hope by choosing joy, you're allowing yourself to be transformed by it. And as you seek to fill your tank, consider worshiping with us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Or choose to serve the community through our ministries or even some other way. We usually begin worship with a question. We end the podcast with a question. How are you sharing God's joy, singing your joy, letting your joy fly? How are you doing that on a daily basis? Don't forget to visit our website at peacedalechurch.org or on Facebook at Peacedale Congregational Church. I'm Fred Evenson. I'll be back next time with more interviews with more joy. And as our last guest, Pastor Gene likes to say, life's too short not to be joyful. So joy to the fishes, my friends, and all God's children say, Amen. Sharing More Joy is a production of Peacedale Congregational Church, hosted by me, Fred Evenson, Senior Minister, and produced by Joanne and Bob Haynes. The music is Friends for Life by Avocado Junkie, acquired from soundstripe.org. Visit us again to hear our next Sharing More Joy podcast. Thank you.